Welcome to the podcast Failing Failure by Think Sage. I'm your host Shalini and to give you a brief about what we're doing here. This podcast is aimed to inspire, educate and transform you through the stories of remarkable humans who despite facing numerous obstacles have reached where they are today. And in this show, we'll talk about the professional journey of these exceptional people which may assist you in making well-informed career decisions. Today we have with us Kiran Verma who's the founder of Simply Blood. He started as a supervisor working 9 to 5 but soon realized that this is not what he's supposed to do. Today he is helping millions of people by contributing towards the lack of blood by his wonderful started Simply Blood. And I'm proud to say that he's on a mission to end any kind of death due to lack of blood in India by 31st December 2025 such a pleasure to have you on our podcast welcome sir so we're so glad you could give us some of your time let's start with your journey uh, why did you decide to drop out of uh, school so when uh, uh, i uh, when i completed my 10th class yes so sir in 11th class i was very naughty and very uh, you know uh, very uh, you know disturbed kind of student yeah. who never wanted to stop by in, in class and wanted to explore the world around yeah and because of that i i could not uh, focus on my studies hmm. so yeah uh, I actually uh, dropped out by my own choice. I even couldn't, uh, you know, uh, I I I I chose not to get few uh, examination like my chemistry exam in eleventh class. Yeah. Uh, and I chose to not to, you know, complete my education further and mm. to explore the world around. Later, when I, you know, joined a diploma. um of course in tusa polytechnic yeah i had uh, many backlogs with me when i you know ended my third to three years course yeah uh but later i i i got a job i had a decent job uh, yeah. with me so i thought that you know uh, i never never thought of uh, continuing my uh, formal qualification hmm. and you know that's yeah. why, that's how i i i i dropped out so uh, so did you like face any hindrances due to the lack of not having a formal graduation yes because in um, you know if you see indian uh, structure indian ecosystem of uh, yeah. you know jobs and uh, these kind of things people often don't entertain you if you don't have uh, that much of qualification yeah you. that's true right so in initial days i attempted more interviews than uh, than a normal person could ever give hmm. uh, just to find a suitable job for me uh, that time as well i i was very sure that i'm going to have uh, a job uh, of my choice rather than uh, you know uh, people often say that beggars uh, are not choosers but i never uh, i never compromised with my choice and i always focused on you know keep uh, hitting the right code and you know getting the right job yeah and finally i i got my my job which i always thought of hmm. um, in my domain area which is in printing publishing 
that's how I got into that job. And so, it was quite difficult. Yeah. So, sir, with, I mean, so, so many interviews and, you know, getting rejected or not, just not having the kind of thing that you want, it, it's so disheartening sometimes. How did you overcome all those things? So, when I was struggling, uh, you know, yeah. um, during that time, I had uh, many uh, friends uh, hmm. who always motivated me, you know, they were always uh, at my back and, you know, keep on supporting me every yeah. now and then. Uh, there was, a, you know, family who was uh, not willing to, you know, expect too much from me. Uh, uh, there was uh, a group of community who never, uh, you know, uh, under, um, you know, underrated my my talent or uh, yes, you, can, you can say my my potential. You can mm. say uh, they were always uh, there to support me and to show, uh, you know, to show me exactly yeah. uh, what exactly I had in me rather than what I don't have in me. Usually, what happens when people around you have negative mindset, they usually, you know, um, uh, show you your, uh, you know, uh, your negatives. Rather than in my case, I was very lucky that I was very much, uh, you know, um, surrounded by people who are very uh, positive in their life. Uh, my, yeah. you know, mentors were uh, just like that. My you know, family was just like that. So I never had that hindrance of uh, not uh, feeling like a successful man. Right? So yeah. I always had that uh, comfort with me. From that, you know. It's a blessing to have the right kind of people around you, especially, you know, family yeah. or friends who actually, they hinder our some of the actions that we do in our day-to-day life. So uh, how about, sir, you know, you got into formal roles at the start, but later went on to into very different sector altogether, where you were mm-hmm. helping, uh, you know, in the organization, trying to help people. So what was that switch mm-hmm. like for you and how did you begin over there? So for that, uh, I would uh, just give you a background uh, based on yes. my experience. So when yes. I failed in the 11th class, there mm-hmm. were so many people who motivated me. Of course, there were many people as well who uh, demotivated me or, uh, you know, questioned my yeah. capabilities or abilities and kind of things. But it's up to us who, what to choose and what not to choose. Hmm. Right? Choosing a right uh, thing for yourself is very much important. So I chose always the positive side and uh, always uh, thought of uh, the positive people rather than thinking of what negative people are saying. Yeah. So I always had that thing. Hmm. And because of that, uh, the very first job when I started, it was just just because, you know, I was doing a diploma and then they were looking for a diploma person, whether uh, that person have backlogs or not. But uh, that person should have uh, at least some basic knowledge of uh, printing technology. But the second job when I left that job, my very first job when I left it, uh, the second job uh, came when... Uh, you know, when a very good person, yeah. my senior from diploma time, Kriti, uh, she came forward and then she uh, she told me about one opening in Thompson Press. 
and mm. she told me that you know you should apply for that and then uh, their hr uh, person um, you know i still remember her name hr varliga yeah. thakkar uh, you know she uh, you know heard me very patiently uh, rather than uh, going deep into my mark sheets mm. she she actually saw the potential i had for that particular job profile and she selected me yeah later you know people around me like my boss ashish dattari my senior mr saini they they actually uh, uh, you know rather than going into uh, my uh, qualifications they saw one you know one quality of mine yeah. which could uh, you know potentially help them to you know uh, help them in their business and that's what uh, you know helped me out a lot later in 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 my stage when when i grew up in my career you know yeah. like i joined a us publishing firm aptara uh, as a project manager later i joined uh, thomson press as a project manager and i joined golgotia as uh, Hmm. you know as head of corporate communication yeah. so when i uh, went through all that journey nobody recommended me rather i was uh, hired and i got my job all my jobs based on the merits i had yeah and uh, when i when i saw that you know society had a big problem of blood deficit there was a huge blood uh, problem around us hmm. so i decided that you know i have taken only taken till now from the society rather i haven't given anything to the society yeah so that time i i decided that you know i'm going to you know rather taking i'm going to give mm-hmm. to the society whatever i have taken so far mm-hmm. i had uh, you know one of the best jobs i could think of uh, from a person who's coming from a lower middle class background yeah. you know it's a dream come true kind of thing getting a job Uh, in six figures every month and you know um, having network in you know many fortune 500 companies and these kind of things so i th- thought that you know this is something i have uh, i have only taken from the society people who have mentored me people who have you know taught me so far they they are the people right behind me like yeah. in 11th class when i failed there was a teacher called maribala ma'am uh she was there to support me even if when when i failed yeah. right there was a teacher joined well sir who was always there even when i when i was not doing well mm-hmm. i was deeply demotivated in my uh, you know life there was teacher rashmi ma'am who always you know tampered me just like a mother yeah. so there was there not just my family but uh, Uh, you know the society as a whole they all came forward and then made me what i was in 2016 when i realized the purpose of my life mm-hmm. i thought that you know i'm going to give now and it's high time for me to you know give back to the society rather yeah. taking uh, from the society and that's how i i transformed into a social entrepreneur so that's a wonderful thought process at all i mean you have worked with so many different organizations you know starting with sankat care or you know uh, just change with one foundation and what not but is it you know is it there something different because can you relate with people and their pain or is 
it just that you knew that you had to give society back on on that basis you started so uh, in 2016 when i started simply that i never had any idea that you know how i'm going to do and what i'm going to do yeah i never had any idea i just had a uh, you know um, um, you know conviction or promise to myself that i'm going to work for blood donation and nothing else yeah uh, during this time of course because you know you need to have a legal structure you know mm. formal uh, company to be registered or non profit to be registered for that yeah. for that uh, i started change with one foundation because simply blood uh, was not approved by nca hmm. ministry of corporate affairs okay. so that's why i chose this uh, name change with one foundation and while working on change with one foundation i saw this uh, pandemic happening yeah. and just because i had that um, you know legal entity with me and i was able to you know collect more people for the cause different causes and help yeah. more people so i thought that you know uh, creating sankat care or you know change with one meal hmm. uh, is going to be a good idea under uh, change with one foundation yeah. and that's how i i started uh, these two other initiatives uh, under change with one foundation but okay. simply med has been and will always be in the core of my life uh, yeah other cause So, sir, I was also reading upon simply blood and how your journey started, and you were helping out your teachers and about all of these things. So, what are some of the experiences that made you think that yes, I made the right decision about starting this in the first place? So, it uh, you know when I was uh, doing my diploma from Pune Polytechnic, there was yeah. a teacher who needed blood. and yeah. uh, i never had any intent to even donate blood hmm. but just because i was not uh, performing well in my internals and my examinations so i thought that you know let's uh, donate blood to a teacher who needs blood right now because uh, you know it might get me some brownie points and then i might get passed in internal marks you know because of internal marks and yeah. other things and maybe other teachers would come forward and you know Yeah. Uh, gave me some internal marks, so I had no clue. But later, when I donated blood and I came out of the blood bank, hmm. you know, my, you know, the teacher and uh, uh, the teacher's son came forward and hugged me and said thanks to me. That was the time when I got to realize that this is something I can do till the time I'm healthy and I'm alive. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can do it uh, for rest of my life. So that's. when i decided that i'm going to do this for the rest of my life mm. uh, without any second thought yeah. uh, but yes i never thought of doing it full time uh, until uh, you know until i i met with one incident which changed my life ah uh, okay so so what was that incident for you that you were like yeah yes i need to do this full time and change the lives of the people around me So in 2016, I usually uh, donate blood on my birthday. That is 27 December. Yeah. It was 2016, uh, 26 December 2016 when I got a call early morning from a unknown person, and he told me about one family from Raipur, Chhattisgarh, and they needed blood. Hmm. I went there. I donated blood, and later I realized that the person who called me was a uh, 
stout, I would say, uh, who actually do black marketing of blood. And uh, okay. this lady who paid for my blood, she got into prostitution to pay medical bills for her husband. And that was the influence when um, everything changed for me because I, I, you know, got so moved by yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that's very Yeah. So you know, free a few people and their greed led uh, this lady to uh, you know such a uh, hmm. such a miserable life. Yeah. We cannot even think of. Uh, I would say. Uh, uh, for even for our enemies, right? Yeah. So that was the time when I I decided that you know I'm not going to continue my job, and that very same day I resigned from my job without even uh, considering what is going to happen in the rest of my life. And mm. from then on, I started simply blood and never looked back to uh, you know do a job. Okay. I mean, uh, this is so shocking that there, while there are some people who go out of their way to help others, there are others as well, you know, who who actually ruin the lives of other people. So I think you did a wonderful job of stepping up and taking that one step to help out people who are actually in need of blood. And I was looking yeah. into how Simply Blood plans on having, you know, no deaths due to the lack of blood by 2025, which mm-hmm. is a great initiative. And I think I really support that. So, yeah. sir, what about the fact that when you were when you started Simply Blood and you were touring India, what is it that mm-hmm. you learned about life and, you know, more about the problem? Yeah, so when I started uh, Simply Blood, I, I had no plans of uh, going... Uh, out there to yeah. do much for the cause. Uh, I'm talking about 2017. Hmm. Uh, until I was expecting our first kid. During this time only, I met with a very young guy. Uh, his name was Mayank. And he died. Uh, I donated blood to him in June 2017. Yeah. And he died in July or maybe August uh, the same year, 2017. Hmm. And uh, the day he died, his father tried to reach out to me, but my phone was not reachable. And uh, he was admitted in Ames, Delhi. So if you see Delhi, got, uh, Delhi have got uh, more than two crore people, but still he failed to get one platelet donor on that day. And he died bleeding yeah. you know, from his eyes, nose and ears like that. And it is something which no father would like to see for their kid. Yes. Right? And that was the time when I realized that, you know, this is not going to happen with my kid. Usually what we do, we create a non-profit and we hand it over to the next generation. We keep on sitting on the problem rather than solving it by 100%. Hmm. I thought that, you know, this is a solvable problem. If you see the mathematics of uh, this whole ecosystem, yeah. India needs around 15 million blood units every year. Hmm. We get uh, around 11 million units of blood, out of which 1 million unit of blood is being discarded uh, because of many reasons. The blood is not at the quality, you know, uh, the donor uh, was not right or, or something like that, right? Yeah. But, uh, but later when... Um, 
you know, um, if you see, there is a gap of four to five million units of blood in India. And if you see, uh, Facebook has got more than 700 million people from India. Uh, you know, um, hundreds yeah. of million of Indians are on WhatsApp, uh, LinkedIn, yeah. uh, Twitter, or Instagram, you know, TikTok, I would say. Um, you know, there are so many uh, apps which are actually useless in terms of uh, our daily uh, important things, right? Yeah. I won't say useless. I mean, that is also, uh, you know, um, not a wrong word to do. Yeah. yeah, but not helpful in, in that manner. But I thought that, you know, why can't we create a pool of 5 million people all hmm. across India? Even if you create 5 million people, uh, you know, all across India who are ready to donate blood at any moment of time, we don't have to see a single death happening yeah. in India because of lack of blood. Though, I mean, we cannot stop death, but we can give hope by donating blood. And that hope can only be created once we have enough blood support by these people, these yeah. 5 million new people. So I thought that, you know, there has to be a deadline. Otherwise, I would be sitting just like other people who have been sitting on the problem. Hmm. Right? And bragging about it. Yeah. Rather, I would have a deadline to it. And I made a date which is very much practical, which is very much approachable, and which is very much solvable, if you see. Yeah. Five million is not a big number to achieve. The only thing is right intent, right plan, and right direction. Right. Hmm. And if you convey it properly, if you communicate the same, uh, you know, urgency of this cause to the right set of people, yeah. they're definitely going to take consideration of it and they are definitely going to join the cause. So that is how I, I came into conclusion that, you know, this is the date I'm going to put on board so that after that, I don't have to work for that rest hmm. of my life. I can take a sabbatical or maybe, you know, I can travel for the rest of the world after that. Yeah. Well, so good. I mean, that's a wonderful decision. And what about the fact that, you know, when you were starting with Simply Blood and the 5 million aim, and you decided to have an app for that as well, I mean, it must have been, uh, how easy or difficult was it for you to get people to, you know, join and create an app for your uh, the team? Especially mm -hmm. when, you know, they're from, they, they, let's say they would rather be working with someone from a, a top MNCs, like, uh, yeah. yeah, so how was that? How did you convince them on that behalf? So, uh, if you see that, you know, I don't, uh, my whole mission is to make sure that, you know, more and more people donate blood. Yeah. Doesn't matter they are donating blood through simply blood or someone else platform or maybe you know independently. Yeah. The whole purpose is to make sure that people are being aware, mm. they are being motivated yeah. to donate blood, but through any medium, right? Mm. But if you see India uh, as a country, most of the people do give advice, but they don't provide a solution to it, right? Yeah. Any advice without a solution is useless. I think so. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, and that's, that's how, that's when I decided that, you know, whenever I'm going to convey my message to others, I should have a uh, ready-made uh, solution to, to it. Yeah. Even if somebody asks that, you know, how to donate blood and how we can help your, uh, you know, cause to reach up to that level. 
I should have a model to it. Yeah. So that's how we started Simply Bread, and that's how we we created Simply Bread to make sure that you know we are targeting the black marketing as well. We are also serving people, and yeah. also that is the quickest possible platform across not just in India but all all across the world. Uh, right, really, uh, right now available for blood donation. Yeah. So, sir, what were some of the challenges that you faced? Because some people have a very easy started life, and meanwhile, yours was just truly exceptional. So, what are some of the problems mm-hmm. you've identified and the challenges you faced that got you here today? So, challenges uh, involved, uh, you know, um, like funding. First of all, was funding, uh, not yeah. not funding, but in fact, uh, before that, I would say that uh, you know, change of life, because which is very different. I used to party a lot. I used to hang out with my friends. You know, it was uh, a different life altogether. I used to have all luxuries I could think of, because coming from a background, lower middle class background, yeah. and you have now you have money, you have got power, you have connections. All all over um, the ecosystem, mm-hmm. and then you are earning handsome as well. So uh, you would think of spending more and more onto you, and suddenly you are changing from uh, that lifestyle to a different lifestyle where you don't have any earning source. You are just surviving on your wife's salary. Uh, you know, yeah. you have to uh, you know uh, compromise with your lifestyle, with your standards, with everything. So I, you know, I removed all my wants from my life because I have had everything in my past. Mm. The only thing what I I needed right now was, you know, the desperation for uh, me was just to solve the problem, other looking at my own personal luxury or own personal things. So that's how I I started uh, looking. uh into that area and yeah. reduce all all my uh, needs so that you know once i reduce my needs my wants will be nowhere right? well, that's and true. that's how i transformed myself into a different person altogether and you know uh, that's that's where i i uh, you know got a new me into me uh and it was very difficult of course it was very challenging yeah. later when i switched to a new life hmm. you know i ha- i had exhausted all my savings uh while you know developing the platform and doing so much of uh, new things yeah but later funding was provided by so many people collectively um, then i i i was supported by so many people all across when i started my walk it was not easy to leave your family and you know you are just 8 yeah, exactly. days old kid right it was not at all uh, easy in fact my whole family was against it yeah but uh, i had a you know conviction that you know i have to do it yeah. i had only 11000 rupees and you know no plan at all no connections in blood donation across india when i started my walk hmm. in uh, january 2000 18 but uh, this led to create a community of more than a lakh people i addressed more than 7 8 lakh people uh, during my walk uh, you know traveled every state and every union territory of india which actually eventually made me 
uh, see a different kind of India, which I have ever thought of. India is not a country which we think or we see in books or maybe in, in different mm-hmm. chit chats. India is a different country. So, uh, you know, this led me to see a different uh, side of India. I saw it very closely, very uh, naturally. Uh, this is yeah. how I I changed. It was very challenging to accept the fact that, you know, you, you are you have been brainwashed since your childhood that, you know, these people are just like, like this, these people are like this. It was yeah. very challenging to adopt a different version of those people. But yes, uh, because of, you know, the natural uh, instinct, hmm. I saw a different version of it and I accepted it. And then I saw that based on their, uh, you know, based on their their inputs, I changed the way I was looking at India. And now I have more clarity of how we are going to serve India through simply blood for blood donation. Yes, sir. I mean, you're right. Most of the times we're so, like, we're not, we don't see the suffering because we're in somewhere else. We're grown up into, you know, a place where we are safe and secure. And when we do go out, we see what actual suffering is like. Like if we go to a hospital or maybe, you know, just see what's happening in the real world that we realize that, you know, this is the problem and then comes about how to fix that problem. So in that note, I would like to ask you what advice would you like to give students who are studying in college or professionals who just started out in their careers? So I would say that, you know, whenever you choose a path, whether it's a formal education, formal job, formal this and that. You know, it's very uh, easy to say and it's easy to advise you, uh, you know, um, to anything. But technically, every person has got their own suffering, their own journey, their own struggle. Right? So every individual goes through their own, uh, uh, you know, different phase of life. Yeah. So, uh, you know, saying, uh, advising them a common thing is going to be very um, irrational, I would say. Yeah. But yes, one thing uh, we can do is, you know, just be kind to others. Yeah. Because if you are just kind to other people, uh, world will look more simpler to you. It's not that complex, right? Yeah. And help anyone in need. So, you know, uh, if you... Uh, you know, land your hand to someone. Definitely that person is going to understand what you are up to and, you know, uh, what it means to get help. Mm-hmm. And they are, that person is definitely going to help other person. And he or she, whatever the person is, that person is definitely going to, uh, you know, make our world better by contributing more on to that side. Yes, sir. No matter how, uh, you know, person looks to you, you don't judge. You don't have to judge them. You just need to understand their situation. You just with kindness and compassion, uh, you can you can make our world better by just contributing to uh, you know one life at a time. You can yeah. Well said, sir. And this was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and whatever you had learned in your entire journey. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Shalini.
Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you liked our podcast, then do leave out a review. That's it for this week. Everyone out there, thank you for tuning in and listening. We'll come back next week with a new story. Until then, enjoy your week. Thank you.